The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to the Crossman Conversation, CEO edition, offering insights, wisdom, and counsel from the most respected CEOs. Here is the host of the Crossman Conversation, CEO edition, John Crossman. Hello, this is John Crossman, and welcome to the Crossman Conversation, the CEO edition. Uh, Today, I'm so thrilled to have my good friend Yvonne Baker as a guest. She is the executive director of the FSU Real Estate Center. Uh, Yvonne, how are you? I'm very good, John. Thank you. I appreciate being here today. Listen, so thrilled to have you. You know, your center in the real estate program at FSU um, is known nationally uh, for all the work you're doing and having these outstanding students. And in addition to that, uh, you have an executive advisory board that's uh, pretty large, I imagine. Uh, how, many, how many people on the executive advisory board? So we work to um, have about 65 members of the executive board. And so with those members, they're C-suite kind of folks in real estate, um, nationally kind of all over the place. And so my first thing I just want to ask you about in your perspective in working with the students and then working with the advisory board, um, I would imagine that gives you a unique insight of what's happening in the real estate industry. Like one perspective you might have is, are people hiring and then where are they finding those jobs? And then, you know, who's hiring and what businesses are growing? So would you just mind to give us your insight of what's going on in the real estate industry based on you, your worldview there from the real estate center? Certainly. Um, we're, I think, you know, this is what we're going to all hear throughout um, the industry, which is if you're going to be in any business, you want to be in that business in Florida. We could certainly hear that from all of our board members that um, all of their activity at the present time is in Florida. Um the students that we have, the benefit is that the majority of our students are uh, from Florida and they stay in Florida. So the connections that they're able to make with our board members who are primarily geographically um, working in Florida is an instant um, opportunity for them to create internships, uh, job opportunities. And if our board members can't help them themselves, they have a, a vast network where they can refer the students. So at this point, being in Florida, Um, It's where we all want to be to work Uh, with the growth that we have. There's continued opportunity. Um, The numbers of people that are coming into the state, thousands and thousands, that just pushes the growth. Um, And where there's people, we have to have services. And where we have services, we have to have product. And where we have to have product, we have to have some way to get it there through our uh, supply chain. So housing, retail, industrial, and then someplace to put people in offices, um, Florida is bucking the trend that we're seeing across the United States of um, actually with new product being having great success in the urban areas, uh, having employees come back in. I was reading an article just the other day that there's an office tower under construction in Miami, a large tower, and they're currently 100% pre-leased and they're only like 75% finished with the construction. So we're in a unique opportunity in Florida and that benefits our students coming out of the program and with the board that we have in place. So the big thing that you're saying is that Florida's awesome and the other 49 States, you know, figure it out. That's what I hear you saying. Uh, yeah. Or keep coming to Florida. So we <laughs> keep, keep building buildings. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, when you're working in this space, one of the things that I find amazing is that, you know, you're based in Tallahassee, uh, which, you know, for some people that could be hard to get to and certainly not a, a major market where you might have, other outstanding universities. And yet, Yvonne Baker, you bring in some of the best talent I've seen 
uh, to give lectures and visit with these students. You just had uh, Bob Selenik, CEO of CBRE, uh, uh, speak yes. with students. And I mean, but your hit list of these people that are coming to Tallahassee, meaning your students, is as good as I'm aware. Uh, that's uh, that's very impressive. You know, it's a it's a track record that was put in place 30 years ago when we started our trends conference. Um, so there's been a lot of heavy lifting for 30 years, and uh, we rely a great deal again on our board members to help us with these connections with our board members. Um, it's their rolodex of folks that we have coming in to speak to the students, and since Tallahassee is kind of landlocked in a in a small community. For our students to have as great as exposure as possible, we need to put people in front of them. So uh, we have this great conference in October every year, and we bring in superb nationally and sometimes internationally uh, known real estate professionals to speak to the students. And the conference focus is to bring these folks to town, have a world-class real estate trends conference, but also be able to put 200 of our students in front of these very successful people we're very interested to learn what it is that our students are learning. And the students then realize with all the other preparation work that we do with them, that they belong in the room and that they can sit and have a conversation with these experts and they know how to shake hands and they know how to dress and they know how to carry on a conversation and they're informed about what the industry is about and they know how to talk about, you know, a, um, an internal rate of return and what it matters in the different industry sectors. So I think the amazing thing is that, those students know that they belong in the room with whoever we bring into town. Well, that's absolutely, absolutely impressive. Now, you have a, you have the executive board, he's about 65 people, and then you also have a separate that you have a conference committee. Is that correct? Correct. And so for that conference, you know, we bring in, um, typically there's six to 700 people who attend the conference, so it takes more than one or two people. So we have a, have a committee of about 25 folks. And what we do with that um, committee, John, is that we kind of use that as a place to season our future board members. So we get folks involved in their 30s, um, early 40s, um, start them taking an ownership role of what it is that we do in the center. Uh, we have a, a series that we call Real Deals where we have professionals in this age group come in and talk to students. So they're bridging that gap between just graduated and being a CEO and what it is to be a mid-level executive or professional. And so that conference committee is made up of all of those folks, and they do an amazing job uh, planning that conference and um, reaching out into their network as we move up and then into our board to find the speakers and to create uh, the sessions and the topics and uh, the, the entire organization of the, the event. Well, and one of the things I hear you saying is that if you have 200 students in the program and between the conference committee and the executive board, you have 90 professionals. If you're a student and you make just any baseline level of effort, you're going to get exposure to top executives just during your academic process, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. And actually, we have um, 270 students in the program and in, in our undergraduate real estate program, and then upwards of 120 in our two master's programs. We have an MBA program and an MSF program, both with specializations in real estate. So we have, you know, upwards of 400 students, 200 of them. Typically, we just bring in the juniors and senior level students and some really super performing sophomores to come to the conference. But all the other students are involved in um, all the other activities that we uh, put on. Oh, that's absolutely But to your point, it's a, we tell the students, you know, life is a life is a plan and a process. You don't have a great life if you don't have a plan, and so you got to work a plan. And it's the same sort of thing with when you want to engage in a career search. So you have to make a plan. And we present so many opportunities 
through not only the, co- the College of Business, the Real Estate Center, and the real estate program itself, that there's no reason a student can't get a great job coming out of this program if they will put in the work. Everything requires the work. You know, we can't do it for you. You have to put in the work, but all of the tools are in place for them to be able to do that. Well, and I guess on the, on the flip side of that is that if you're a company that's growing and you want to have mm-hmm. access to great students, it's the same thing. Like you don't allow somebody just to show up and grab your kids. But if a, if a company is like, hey, we want to help people out of the process and they want to volunteer and, you know, endow a scholarship and do stuff like that, then it creates a relationship. And then, and then certainly they can get great access to kids for interns and full-time employment on the other side. Is that correct? Absolutely. We love it. We love, a, you know, the ground up sort of relationships that we build. Uh, Money is important. You know, it's very, very important in running any kind of a business, which we are. But um, we want people who are invested in what it is that we're doing with the students. There's not anything that we don't that we do in the real estate center that isn't first and foremost. What's the ROI on this for the students? It's about the students. We don't spend a penny that doesn't benefit the students in some way that we can measure. And so we want folks coming in and telling them about all the different types of opportunities. Our student placement runs about 25% between in the brokerage services industry, 25% in valuation, another 25% or so in um, the analyst world, and then 25% do all kinds of other stuff. So we have a broad spectrum of interest from the students so that we're able to place them um, in a lot of different opportunities. So it's very versatile where they're able to go. They're not all set on one career path and we're trying to place, you know, all these students in one place. It's very versatile. And then pretty much all across Florida and then a number of other geographic markets. We have students who are starting to look to go to New York, to go to Washington, D.C., to go to Chicago. So we want, that's one of the goals that we have is to expand that reach for FSU out of Tallahassee, out of Florida and into the rest of the U.S. so that they can find out these amazing students that we have um, who are being um, taught by some really incredible faculty that are well-regarded in the world. That's awesome. Listen, I want to take a quick break and then bring it back. And then I want to talk a little bit deeper uh, about some of your thoughts about uh, leadership and how you're training these students. So we're back in just a minute here across my conversation with uh, our guest, Yvonne Baker. Managing a team that has a lack of accountability and effective communication can be frustrating. Bill Roto-Rooter can help you build a cohesive team and a collaborative work environment. As a retired commander of the Navy's premier training system and research development organization, Roto has the experience to help you build trust and a high-performing team as you navigate high-pressure situations. To schedule a complimentary call with Roto, go to rotospeaks.com and complete the form and put the Crossman conversation in the message field. Here's a call to those who want to make an impact on their company, their community, or who possess a desire to make the world a better place. Crossman Career Builders provides the tools and resources for you or your company to make a difference on some of the toughest issues that we all face. Crossman Career Builders partners with CEOs, politicians, and pastors seeking to address problems of racism, mental health, addiction, Justice and suicide. CrossmanCB.com. At JLL, we are reshaping the future of real estate for a better world. For over 250 years, our firm has remained committed to offering trusted and innovative solutions in commercial real estate leasing, management, investment strategies, and technology. JLL.com. See a brighter way. Once again, here's John Crossman. Welcome back. Uh, Yvonne Baker, I want to talk about leadership and 
traits of a successful CEOs. You have had a long real estate career in your own right, and you've been a, uh, an executive and senior leadership in real estate. And now you're in this world where you're working with a all these C-suite you know men and women across the country who are working with the students in different capacities. And then you're working with these phenomenal 20, 20 year olds that um, many of them desire to be CEOs and will be one day. So when you're talking to a group of college students and they're in they're seeking your counsel, what is it that Yvonne Baker is trying to put into them so that they can be successful CEOs in the future? What, what is that? So there's hours on this that we could spend, but, um, We've got four minutes, so go. Okay, so so I, I'll go back to something I said earlier, which is about you know having a process to find a job. I look at life as being a process, um, just like finding a job is a process. Also, life isn't fair. The job process isn't fair. Um, you have to make your life and your career, you have to make it. You have to decide what it is that your life and career, what it's going to look like moving forward. So I think it's really important for the students to be introspective. And I know it's hard when you're 20 or 21, but really know who you are deep inside. You got to be able to explore your weaknesses, explore your strengths, and then make a plan to improve, moderate, change those things which you think are amazing, elevate those and those things which you don't like about yourself, uh, make a plan to not be that person or to make some changes in that area. Um, and I use an example for the students. You know, one of the things that we really stress for them to do is to become experts in financial modeling, do an Excel modeling class, become certified in Excel modeling. Um, it's just like the, the life thing. No one's an expert in life until they try and until they make an effort. So you don't automatically wake up and know how to do financial modeling to put all the, um, all the formulas in. Uh, but you got to learn it, you got to practice it, and then you have to use it day after day after day. I think it's the same with interpersonal skills. We work a lot on that um, at FSU um, in the real estate program um, is that they learn how to network. They learn how to talk to people. Um, when they come in and spend time with us in the center, we talk about um, integrity, um, uh, again, who they want to be as a person. Um, it's a it's a pretty rough world um, in commercial real estate, but integrity, honesty, and true to yourself uh, will go a long way as, as they move forward in their careers. So uh, when I, I lecture, you know, colleges across country, and um, there are times I'll be at graduate level programs while well, I'll, I'll meet students who I don't think have ever made a B in their life, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes they'll be in grad school getting, you know, two graduate degrees at the same time. So it's mm -hmm. not that academic intelligence is an issue. They're crazy bright. But what I find is the biggest issue I see them struggling with is fear. And they're mm -hmm. so afraid of screwing up. They, they, they won't send a, a LinkedIn message because yes. they don't want to look dumb. And so they send nothing. And so I'll give advice. I, I don't feel like anything in our industry is hard. Like calculus is hard. It's not that. But it's, right. but it's hard, like emotionally hard. It's hard taking risk. One time I was lecturing in front of one of your, your classes and I told the students the idea of like taking a picture of your guest lecturer and then posting and saying something. And two guys were together sitting there and they said, well, they're both going to do it, you know, to each other. And they, they were friends. And then one chickened out, didn't do it. The one that did it, he had taken a picture of me. He quoted me, he tagged me. And then um, I did something else and which resulted in him getting a job. And he came back and told mm -hmm. me that story. So it wasn't hard. It was risky though, right? 
Right. And that's what you're right. talking about. And part of what you're talking about here is like, is, is taking reps. Like it's terrifying to go to a conference and like, Hey, work a room and shake a bunch of hands. But if you do it and do it and do it, it gets easier. Right. Exactly. One of the things like with our board members and you, you'll stress this when you come and visit with us, John in the classes and talk about networking is there's 65 board members names on my directory reach out to every single one of those people and cold call them. <clears throat> so what the students are doing is like, I'm cold calling a total stranger and a CEO. But then what they realize is once they call that stranger and a CEO, this is a, these are the easy calls to make because those CEOs are just sitting and waiting for these phone calls. The folks who serve on our board are committed to the success of our students and want to be part of it. Um, FSU has uh, created a breed of commercial real estate people um, that are so connected and care so deeply about the success of each other that they're just waiting for somebody to call them so that they can help them. So what we'll talk to the students about, you call all 65 of those, you're not looking for a job, you're looking for advice, and as life goes on, you're looking for something different. But those 65 are going to potentially connect you to one more p person, and now you're up to 130, and those 130, and so just how you build your network just by making the very first phone call and there's nothing that's more important in this industry for success beyond those interpersonal skills than the network that you have. We had a student that um, was very low on their LinkedIn count, and I'm like, we were going to a big conference. I'm like, you've got to get that number up. And she's like, well, I don't know all the people that are reaching out to me. I'm only reaching out to people that I want to, you know, be in their business. And I'm like, well, you want to be in their business today, but five years from now, you might want to be in their business. So. It's how you build that broad network and then work the network. And we go back to make a plan, work your plan. And it's all part of that whole process. I tell students that, you know, work the network from, you know, FSU. And then I say, work the advisory board for UF and FIU, right? Mm -hmm. and, and if I'm lecturing from students at, you know, you know, pick the university, North Carolina, I'll tell them like, hey, if you're thinking about moving to Chicago, you know, study the Marquette board and like reach out to them. Like yeah. it doesn't, it, what you're saying, it's like, it's brilliant and it's on point and it's step one and there's 12 more steps after it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you're, you're the exactly. skill set. Somebody might be here. This thing. Oh, well they're talking about FSU. Not really. We're talking about a skill set that's applicable all over the place. Right. Right. You know, uh, Mike and I were just, you know, talking and he was just recently at a conference and it was like a media conference. And so he uses the same skill sets in media, uh, just like your students mm -hmm. here choose my job, just as I'm using them to raise capital, right? So it's the same skill set. You just keep rinse and repeat and it applies all over the place. That's fantastic. Right. That's fantastic. Right. Uh, we're going to have to go in just a second. Uh, any final thoughts or um, advice or interesting things you think that students need to be thinking about? You know, John, I would um, just finish with, um, I think it's important for students, it, it's kind of shocking to me how um, technologically savvy our students are, and I see this everywhere, but nobody knows how to Google anything. It's like, <laughs> I, can, I can communicate on my phone, you know, and have all my social media and all that going on, but I don't know how to look up a question on my phone. But to that, I think it's really important for students to be embracing more technology, um, and we're talking, you know, AI, like with chat GPT, um, all kinds of prop tech, data analytics, because the world that they're going into in this real estate world is nothing like the world that I entered, you know, back in the 90s. And it's completely different. It's all being driven by data, all being driven by AI technology as we move forward. So they need to be looking and constantly learning um, 
about all of these types of things. They have some awareness of it. Unfortunately, you know, academia lags what happens in the real world. So we touch on it some in the classrooms, but they don't get that deep dive like they do with financial modeling. So they need to add on to the uh, academic learning that they've been given and add more into their repertoire so that they can bring that into the workplace um, as the workplace moves forward. And they immediately have some added some value that they can add to the company from those sorts of efforts. It's so funny. It's like, you're hundred percent right. And you're going to agree with this. And they still need to be able to write a really well-written handwritten note. I was, yes. uh, I was at my, my mom's house the other day and she handed me a card and I opened it and it was my 18 year old daughter had written her the most beautiful thank you note, Aww. um, on her birthday gift she got from her grandmother. And my mom was like, I keep this in a special place. <laughs> she loved it so much. Yes. And the notes like four lines. It's not, you know, it's right. not like a, a novel. And so, well, that's the special kids are doing both, right? Exactly. And we stress that, you know, with the students to write thank you notes, you know, it's critically important, you know, I was raised that way. My kid's been raised that way. Um, and I've done it in business. And uh, what surprised me is the, the number of students who do it. Um, and then when we do some event or we've taken them to something wonderful, how many students bring a thank you note to me and to Mandy Chapman nice. that works with me in the nice. center? They bring us thank you notes, thanking us for putting the opportunity together for them. And I just think that takes it that one extra step. It's not like, oh, thank you, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so out in the world that gave me some time. It's like think, thinking and remembering who made it possible for you to have the opportunity. So I save every one of them. And when I'm not having the best day, I look at those little notes and remember what this is all about. And, uh, and it's exciting to be part of this and watching them um, take their first steps into What's an amazing opportunity in industry that is very fulfilling and um, makes a difference in the world. That is awesome. And let me say thank you, Yvonne Baker, for being a leader in the industry and the influence that you're having on so many people. So keep being you and thanks for all that you're doing. I appreciate you having me on today, John. My pleasure. We'll be back in just a minute with me and Mike with a final word. Crossmock Services is a commercial real estate firm offering a wide range of professional services, including advisory, brokerage and leasing, investing, and property management. Our staff comprises the industry's most seasoned professionals who possess the needed knowledge in real estate investments, analysis, and portfolio management to drive growth. See how Crossmark can work for you. That's CrossmarkServices.com. At JLL, we are reshaping the future of real estate for a better world. For over 250 years, our firm has remained committed to offering trusted and innovative solutions in commercial real estate leasing, management, investment strategies, and technology. JLL.com. See a brighter way. Once again, here's John Crossman. We are back for the final word here with uh, myself and producer Mike Gillen. Mike, thanks for being here with me. It's always fun to be here with you, John. Well, you know, um, Yvonne Baker, you know, long, long respected strong real estate career and then moved into this position. So she's a, she's not an academic. I mean, she has her master's degree. She's clearly very intelligent. What she's bringing though, is these industry connections mm-hmm. and real world advice. Right. And so I love that she's able to like augment, you know, the academic part of the world with, you know, practical advice. Right. So a couple of quick things. One is, man, we need more of that. If there's right. more professional there yeah. that are retired, semi-retired that can take a, a, a proactive role, whether it's paid or unpaid, and bringing that in, man, so critical. It's about legacy, right? Yeah, I agree. And then the second thing is that really hits me is that 
um, what she's doing at FSU, somebody might be like, oh, well, that's FSU. They're this big, you know, well-known university. And it's like, well, that's true. That said, what she's doing there could be replicated anywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be the culture of it could be in a teeny tiny private college or another major university or a community college or an HBCU or anywhere that just really learns to have the focus of uh, skill set, relationships, you know, mentoring, um, you know, t- teaching kids about listening to podcasts and understanding these new technology and writing handwritten notes, yeah. right? I really think it's great that they've done just what you said while ago. They've brought in as a professor, as a, a person who's teaching, someone with that level of real right. world experience. That makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, so because... The, 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 all kids can learn some things about, you know, accounting or, you know, a portfolio management. There's certain financial mathematical skills that are consistent. And yet when you then turn that into, well, like, well, how do I, you know, build up my LinkedIn page? And then how do I go to a conference and make a conference successful? Right. Right. Yeah. People end their careers at conferences. People waste their time at conferences. Other people go to conferences and it takes their career at a whole different level. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that skill set, that's what's so amazing. And that's why I said in the interview, you know, you, you go to conferences for media and things like that, and you have a plan and have a process and connections right. you make. Sure. It's not like you just show up and good things happen. Like you're, you go after it in your own way, just like I do uh, in the stuff that I'm doing. And so that's what's amazing to me. It's like, it's real world, it's applicable, and it's, and it's, and it's scalable and mm-hmm. repeatable that other universities could do the same thing as well. I would agree. It, it, uh, it will fit in just about anywhere. And I'll tell you one last thing about all this, which is cool, is you know, we've had Tim Becker on the show who runs the University of Florida program. Yvonne Baker runs the Florida State program. And you know, here's the deal. You know, they're good friends. That's uh, right. Those programs don't compete with each other. They complement each other. Uh, there are students that go to one and then the other. Um, but they, they are, they are partners and they work together and, and they're both wonderful friends with FIU. Right. And so they actually have conferences and they all get together. So it's all about the students. So anyway, thanks so much again for Mike, for your help. And that was Yvonne Baker with the FSU real estate center. So with that, uh, thanks for being part of the Crossman conversation, the CEO edition. This has been the Crossman Conversation CEO Edition with your host, John Crossman. Tune in next week for another talk with an experienced CEO that will help bring clarity to your business endeavors. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.